Somebody once asked me if I pray because it makes sense, and I said no. I don't pray because it makes sense. I pray because my life doesn't make sense without prayer. I pray to raise myself up and to keep going when I can't even seem to get going. In the middle of life's struggles, there inevitably comes a time in each of our lives when we collapse on the trail, in an office, or even when we are stuck in traffic. And prayer, I have found, is a path where there is none. Tears falling long enough can scar rocks, but tears falling on our cheeks can also cause us to bloom. And the wind on your face just might be God blowing you kisses. Your life is a gift. Prayer is a thank you note. So put your faith, not your fears, in charge. And may you never forget that God is never so with you than when you feel alone. Amen. Good morning. Happy New Year. Come on, was the party that good? <laughs> Happy New Year. That's what I want to hear. Usually, particularly when we talk about this first Sunday, the first Sunday of two, 2017, we come together as a family, a family that has been enamored with prayer and with praise. So we come today as many others have already done at 12 o'clock to say, yay, we come this morning to say thank you. Thank you for another year, and thank you, Lord, for the blessings of this new year. What better subject, what better subject could I talk about this morning that would embrace this new year. What better thought, what be better paradigm could I usher in this morning, this first Sunday, than to talk about my favorite subject, that being prayer. The Bible exquisitely says that the prayers of the righteous availeth much. So we gather in this place this morning to talk about prayer. Pastor Jeff, so many times as he stood before this congregation, has literally said, we are a prayer-driven church. A prayer-driven church. Everything that we do is driven by prayer. There are not times when I've had the opportunity <clears throat> to visit someone in the hospital and to pray and to hear them say, thank you for praying for me. There is a kind of power in prayer that transcends every thought in terms of our spiritual engagement. There is something about prayer that ushers in new possibilities 
There is something about prayer that gives us strength when we feel as if we don't have any strength. There is something about prayer, and it doesn't necessarily mean you got to be in church at an altar to pray. Because sometimes I do my best praying, of course, when I'm in trouble. But sometimes my best praying is done when I'm in my automobile. And someone have waved at me in a very caustic way. <laughs> Amen, somebody. That's when you pray. Prayer is conversation with God. God listening to us and we listening to him. And if we are going to survive 2017, we've got to become prayer warriors. We've got to become people of prayer. We've got to become those persons who pray in season and out of season. We've got to understand that there is, excuse me, that's that coffee. Mm. We've got to understand that there is power, glow girdling, mind blowing, obstacle, obstacle moving power in prayer. When you pray, there is something that goes off on the inside, as Howard Thurman calls it, a kind of dynamism that's able to move us from point A to point B without reservation. Prayer. Prayer becomes or is a power station. You ever ran out of gas? Are you close to running out of gas? And that little reserve yellow light comes on? It's time to get gas, isn't it? Amen? It's the same way with us. Sometimes our tank gets empty. Sometimes we are desensitized to all of the things that are happening in the world. Sometimes with all of the things that has been swirling around us, particularly in 2017, we need strength. We need power. Some gas station says that their gas has more octane, has more energy, has more power. But my brothers and sisters, when you are weak, when your tank is on reserve, What's best? The old song says, whisper a prayer in the morning. Whisper it at night. Whisper it. Just say a prayer. Just say a prayer. Some will say, some will ask the proverbial question, what, what, does it matter if I pray? Does it matter? Are you serious? Does it matter? If I pray, yes, it does. Why? 
I got up this morning. Amen. Some of you got up this morning uh, with, with, with the rain and the, rain and the, the cold weather. It's going to be hot later on today. Trust me, it is. But you got up this morning. You got started on your way. You were able to flex your limbs. Prayer did that. Prayer did that. Have you ever been sick? And someone said to you, well, I can't do anymore, and God took over? Amen. He took over simply by somebody praying for you. I didn't get here this morning by myself, but rather somebody prayed for me. And he's praying for you even as I stand before you this morning. He prayed for you. Prayer is a power station, and you can hook up at any time. Won't cost you a dime, and all you got to do is plug in. That's the word today, connectivity. Being connected to God, that's what these passages of Scripture are saying to us today. If you abide in me and I in you, you can do what? Ask. And it shall be given. That's easy, isn't it? All you got to do is ask. All you got to do is say, Lord, here am I. All you got to do is say, Lord, I need your help. All you got to do is say, Lord, I need healing. I need strength. I've gotten over a tragedy in my life. And I need power. 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 I must admit to you this morning, when I got up at 5:30 to get over here to get over here at 7:30, my power was gone when I got out of the car and walked over here. It was already gone. But think, guess what? If you find yourself physically tired and weakened, God has the ability because he's already declared, if you abide in me and I in you, you can do what? Ask. So as I, broke, as I breached the door, I simply said, Lord, I need strength because I'm a little tired. And I didn't go to a party last night. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> My daddy called me early this morning about 12 o'clock. And this, is, this was the conversation. He said, uh, hey, son. I said, hey, daddy. I said, uh, what are you doing up so late? And of course, he said, uh, well, I'm just lying in bed. And I said to myself, well, we are bed dwellers together then, huh? And he said, yes. And he said, uh, Ed, I want to tell you something. My dad's 89 years old, has some health challenges. But he said these words. He said, you know, the Lord's been good to me, better to me than I've been to myself. And I want to thank him this first hour of the new year. And I said, okay, Dad, I'll see you. <laughs> that is something wonderfully, prayerfully strengthening about Prayer 
and how we say our prayers. Prayer is not, you know, when someone asks you to pray, it doesn't have to be a long, eloquent, long, loud prayer. The little boy says to his daddy, as the daddy was praying, he, was, he got excited and he was praying rather loudly. And the little boy said, Daddy, you don't have to talk that loud. God will hear you. Maybe in the midst of all that we struggled with in 2017, God is calling us to hear more and talk less. Maybe prayers aren't being answered because we are too busy being busy being busy. Maybe it's the small, sensitive, quiet voice of God with his, with his mouth pressed against our lips, simply saying, I'm with you. I'm with you. I got you. I got your back and your front and your side. But in the midst of all of the things that have happened and will happen, God has given us a season of prayer. Our ability to talk to God and talk to God in a way that is simplistic, sincere, and honest. The ability to take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Are there things in 2016 that you brought to 2017? Are there hopes and dreams that you thought about, that you dreamt about in 2016, and you don't know whether or not those things have been actualized? Keep on praying. He'll answer prayers. But in the midst of all that has taken place, brokenness, hurt, Sickness, death, confusion. We survived. We made it to see another year. You know, there's a delightful, there is something very delightful about what takes place in the forest, particularly with trees and other foliage. There is something in a tree that is called cambium, layers. And what cambium does is to protect the tree. If someone drives a nail into a tree, or they begin to chop it with an axe, there is a tissue on the outside of inside of the bark that protects the tree, protects the root system, protects the vine and the branches. That's what prayer does. That's what it does. It protects us. It protects us when we've fallen, no pun intended, 
and can't get up. It protects us when we stumble and fall. It protects us when we've been, when we've been roughed up by the storms of life. It protects us. Not only does it protect the branches, the vine dresser does. Not only does it protect us, but it protects the roots of faith. How marvelous that is. It protects us. Protects us. It's classically like one of my friends said to me some years ago when he got in some Got in some, something happened, and he called and said, Ed, I'm in trouble. I said, man, what's wrong? He said, man, I'm in trouble. I said, can you talk about it? He says, man, I'm in trouble. And I said, what's wrong? He said, man, I didn't pray last night. I said, well, you are in trouble. <laughs> that is something about prayer, my brothers and sisters, that takes us from where we used to be to where we are today. That is something about prayer that puts a smile on your face because you know that God is answering your prayers. That is something about prayer that moves us from point A to point B and we're able to see God genuinely and graciously in our lives. There's something about that tissue called cambium, cambium layers that protects us from all hurt, harm, and danger. But you don't have to come to the altar to do that. You can do that at home, amen? You can do that on your job. You can do that in your car. You can do that while talking to someone because prayers becomes contagious and it has the ability to metastasize to that next person that you're talking to or talking with there is something powerful about prayer now I must admit to you that this church is where you are today because somebody prayed Missions became a buzzword. Ministries abounding. Opportunities for ministry voluminous. God has blessed us, hadn't he? And guess what? He's blessing us right now. Right now, he's pouring out blessings upon us. And you would ask the question, where is this power that emanates in this church and out of this church? Where is the power? There's a story about this huge facility that had a thousand plus members. And one of the uh, persons that the gentleman was talking to asked the proverbial question, how do you heat this building? How big is the boiler system? And the gentleman didn't say anything to him. He just simply took him by the arm and brought him over to this large room and this large door, and he opened the door. 
And there it was, the heating system. It was persons in triads and dyads praying together. That's where your heating system is. It's right here. Gathered together. Persons praying for each other. Praying for the church. Praying for lives. Praying for transformation. That's what church is all about. That's what the cambium level layer is all about. And let me say this unequivocally. It's not the bark you wear. It's the fruit you bear. Sound pretty good, didn't it? Amen. <laughs> the Bible says when you abide, when you abide in him and he in you, what happens? You bear fruit. So it doesn't matter how damaging your bark may become. It doesn't matter who kicks the bark. Doesn't matter. My grandmama used to say some time ago, we had pecan trees in our yard. And my grandmama used to say, if you want a pecan tree to bloom, just take your bed off and whoop it. You ever heard that? I hadn't until she told me. And I just thought about it. <laughs> that is something about prayer and the strengthening nature of prayer that moves us from 2017 to 2017 with new directions. So we are prayer heated. The Bible says, the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Not only do they avail much, but they are strengthening prayers. Prayers that gives us strength and the opportunity. Have you ever said to yourself, well, Lord, the Lord's not answering my prayers. There's a story of two men walking down a busy street in a metropolitan in a metro in a metropolitan city and the two men stopped the gentleman stopped because he heard something and the other gentleman looked at him and said what is it that you hear the other guy took him by the arm and they walked casually to a little potted plant on the side of this street on the sidewalk and he stooped down and he began to push back the branches. And there was a little cricket chirping. And the man said, how did you hear that? How did you hear that? And the other guy said to him, it's not your surroundings, it's what you're listening for and to. When you pray, God wants us to speak less and hear more. Sometimes he presses his lips against our ears to simply say, all right now, you'll know it 
And I'll know it, that prayers are being answered. Prayer, the ability to talk to God and allow him to talk to us. Are there mountains you tried to cross in 2017? Are there vicissitudes you tried to conquer by yourself? Are there valleys that seemed too deep for you to climb out of? Guess what? You're here this morning because mama or daddy, sister or brother, husband or wife prayed for you. And you were able to stand very strongly in the faith and simply say, here I am, I'm back, and I need strength. What is it? 2017 will be like 2016. There will be trouble in the way. There will be vicissitudes that we can't handle by ourselves. So what do we do? We armor ourselves with the bark of faith. And because we are enarmored with faith, the fruits of love, the fruits of hope, the fruits of reconciliation, the fruits of healing becomes our harvest. The lady said in scriptures was asked, Jesus asked her, do you want to be healed? Do you really, really want to be healed? Do you really want to be revived? Do you really want to feel and sense the power of God? Do you really want to be healed? In such a way it's saying to me, I'm going to pray for you. And you're going to pray for me. And together, we can make a difference. Because when we pray, doors open. Minds are changed. Hearts are regulated. When you pray, pray, something happens right here that translates from here to here. We're able to sense and feel the power and presence of God. Now, there's two or three practical things I'd like for us to, eat, to think about this coming year. First thing, of course, is that you ought, to, you ought to start and end the day with prayer. Amen. If you got up this morning, sat on the side of your bed, and you were able to do this, you ought to say thank you. If you were able to take and make one step after the other, you ought to say thank you. We ought to start and end our day with prayer. Prayer is the practical approach to life living. It undergirds us. 
It solidifies us and it takes us to a new spiritual level. And secondly, how many of you do, do you pray out loud? Don't raise your hands. Do you pray out loud? Do you have a prayer partner? A prayer partner. Someone who knows you better than sometimes you know yourself and you're able to confide with them in prayer. I challenge today each of you as we re-establish ourselves in the faith that 2017 is going to be much better than 2016. Why? Because we are going to pray habitually and in such a way that problems dissolve themselves and we are able to sense the power and presence of God. Now, I must admit to you, sometimes your tank gets pretty empty, doesn't it? Sometimes the reserve light on your car comes on and you ask yourselves the inevitable question, can I make it to the next station? Have you ha ever had that? You see, I'm one of these uh, reserve tank drivers. Uh, my wife liked to see a lot of gas in her tank. I know that if, I, if I'm on reserve, I got to look for it. She'll say, Hey, man, you need to stop and get some gas. I know my car. <laughs> and guess what? I stop, and I put gas in the tank. And when I put gas in the tank, it moves me to another level of sufficiency. I can do all things in him who gives me strength, or I can drive where I want to go without running out of gas. Sometimes your tank gets empty and you need to be filled with the power and presence of God I am the vine ye are the branches if you abide in me and I in you you can ask and it shall be given sometimes the shadows gather and mist obscure the way. Sometimes the load seems heavy and darkens all the day. How precious to remember our Father's loving care. For he still loves his children and he's always there. Keep on believing. God will answer prayer. Keep on believing. Oh, never ever despair. Though you be heavy laden and burdened down with care, just remember God still loves you and he's always there. And the church said, Amen.